Now betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on deck circle, Amory Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Welcome back, Duke City. One hour in the books, two hours to go. Special guest, young Jake Cassio. Yeah. It's, it's not Monday, it's, it's Wednesday. Not, I know, it's crazy. But I'm glad you called me in. I had a great time. But don't worry, friends of the show. You got another great Italian man replacing me right now. <laughs> Mr. Gabe Gambino. Hey. hey, not a we got two Italians on the program. Not a drop of capicola, not a drop of gabagool over here. Hey, uh, we, sometimes you can't just talk about your heritage all the time. Yeah, I would like <laughs> you to know there's actually three Italians. Hey! hey! There we go. Portuna. We're killing it today. Yes. You're outnumbered today, Irishman. Yeah. Well, hey, we got half Mick, half Italian. That's right. We got a full Mick here. You and invited a full the right. Italian on the other side. Bada bing, bada boom. Yeah, yeah let's, let's put our rings together and then yes. sparks will shoot out. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, friends of the show, thank you for listening to me blabber again, and I'll see you guys all next Monday. Young Jake Cassio, where are the friends of the show follow you? At uh, Jake Cassio on Twitter and Instagram. All right, give that headset over to friend of the show, friend in real life, lead singer of your favorite band, Man High. Hello. Okay, what do you like? Hold some kind of position with Duke City Championship Wrestling? Like, what, what the hell do you do? Random staff. Oh, just okay. Just staff. You do a, a sprinkle <laughs> of everything clear. here. Gabe yeah. Gambino Hello. joining us on the program. Gabe Gambin, bro. Boy, do I have the segment for you because we're back on the program at the YMCA and we're joined by Dana McMullen. If you didn't hear before, we teased an absolutely insane story. How Dana. You were fortunate enough to escape a cult. <laughs> Please, here I am. Walk us through this story I live and we'll to react. Tell. Yes, absolutely. So the story dates back to little baby Dana in, in her early twenties. Early twenties, okay. Yes, and I was on an adventure, a non-cult, well, borderline. It was a yoga retreat adventure in Brazil for three for three months. Okay, and if you've <laughs> <laughs> That's a different conversation, yeah. yes. But if you um, if you have ever been to Brazil, so certain countries, you're on a visa, you can only be there for three months at a time. So I had to do what they call border hop. So I thought, oh, great, I'll go to Argentina. Have you heard of the website Workaway? Uh, sure, not. yeah, I'm familiar. Yeah, I'm yeah, familiar. Yeah, yeah. So you, you know, link up with places that will take volunteers. Well, you yeah. know who really loves young volunteers? Oh, tell me all about it, Dana. Culture do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> So I make arrangements to go attend this. They called themselves a community. Okay. Yes. So as I look back, you see more signs. Cult, cults don't call themselves cults. Absolutely yeah, not. It affects memberships directly. Directly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Membership rates go way down. Anyway, so I, I sign up to go to this community. And I did not ask enough questions. Okay. Yes. And so what I was told was to, I was given a bus route. Exit, a bus and an exit stop, told to go to the gas station and make a phone call. Oh, this doesn't seem sketchy at all. No, that this sounds is, like... Nah, this is completely normal. Great, sign yeah. me up. Do uh -huh. I speak Spanish? No. Oh. Do I have a working phone? No. Oh. Yes. Do you ask enough questions? No. No, Clearly you do not. Do I yeah. now, though? <laughs> yeah. Have I learned a lot since? Yes. Anyway, so I take this bus, and I always feel like there's angels along the way, human angels who okay. help guide you along the way. Thank and goodness. so. 
you know, <clears throat> I wait at the gas station for quite a bit of time, um, come to find out later, because they have one car for many, many people. Okay. So someone picks me up in a truck, and as we're driving to the farm, which is not far from the gas station, we drive past a little deli called the Yellow Deli. Have you eaten at the Yellow Deli? I have not, but I, uh, I'm very familiar. I, I'm yeah. not familiar at I know all. Where the, I know well, where this is going. They, okay. can, they can be found all over the world. Uh-huh. Yes. I know for sure there's one in Boulder, Colorado, because I said to my driver, oh, Yellow Deli, that's so wild. There's one of those in Boulder, Colorado. He said, oh, yes, those are our people. Hmm. <gasps> our okay. People. So then, uh, the, yeah, all right. The, there's the your first red Dingers flag are going up, you when know. When you have a uh, monopoly on people. Yes. You say our people. Our people, right. okay. yes. First red flag. Those yeah. are the good ones. Those are the good ones. There's only, right. yes. So I arrive at the farm, and I was taken to the main house and told to wait um, for the leader. And that is how they referred to him. <laughs> oh, so goodness. here we go. Yeah, but they were the quite they right. were quite friendly as they are in the beginning. I was offered homemade yogurt. You know, that was very kind. So we go for a tour of the farm once he arrived. And, you know, he, at this point, I still didn't know the name of their community. Hello, Dana. Yeah, That's a for good, real. Okay, there's your, yeah, God, you know, I don't know, eight thread flag so far. Eight, yep, yeah. mm-hmm. And so we are walking around, and he starts to tell me that they believe in very early teachings. I'm like, oh, curious, okay. And then literally, like out of a movie, somebody rang a conch shell. Oh, is, oh God. Like Lord of the Flies. Okay. Like Lord of the Flies. like to our ninth flag. Yeah, he's literally tallying. Got it. Very good. And so that was, you know, news that it was time to head to the main house for the community time. Okay. And they had said dancing. And I love to dance. All like, right. I'm like, great. This <laughs> oh, is a community that likes to dance. I'm into this. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> no, what a silly head. So I... um at this point, though, I, they, I dropped my stuff off, you know, before I head to the, to the main house. So I dropped my stuff off in a very small, very primitive, I mean, it had doors and things, but there was nothing really in it in the cabin. I had, my room had a bed, which, oh, you know, it's nice. Anyway, so I had, but there was a woman there from Germany in the house as well. And I was like, oh, what is the name of your people? And she said, oh, the 12 tribes of Israel. And I thought, huh. Huh. Curious, so still didn't know that that was the name of a cult. Okay. So I get to the main house, and we have we have the community service, and <laughs> people start literally giving praise. So they had an English translator for me because okay. this was speaking Spanish, and okay. there's people from all over the world because part of what they do is transfer you, especially around. Um, anyway, so during the service, people were literally giving thanks to the women who spent extra time scrubbing the floor or cleaning out. Okay, that's the first nice thing I'm into so far. Right? Yeah. Right. I, I'm, I'm appreciative of being thankful. Oh, it's very thankful. I'm thankful for being thankful. I get sucked right in. Like, I, I love being appreciated. Yes. Yeah. But from a tone that that it was like all of their worth was like, thank you for giving all of yourself because this is the only way to show you proof to the, you know, so things like that. And then it came time for dancing. So I'm like, okay. mm, this is weird. OK, they're saying some interesting things here, you know, then and it came it, time for dancing, about like salsa or merengue. No, or like a static or okay. tango, okay. you know, a, I'm like, you know, South America. Yes. Yeah. Right. I'm like warming up my hips. Yeah. Let's go. I'm ready to dance. But no, it was. um Mostly children 
and gathered in hands, holding hands and walking in a circle and singing a song along the lines of God, I'm ready to be your bride. All right. So I am not an expert at dance, didn't attend a performing arts school, (laughs) but I am very confident in saying that's not dancing. That's not dancing. That's That's culting. That's a cult ritual. (laughs) Yeah, that's... um, I did. I did go to performing arts school. Yes. And you would know. You can second that motion. I'm like, that is not legit. That is not legit. There's no rhythm in that, you know? Anyway... If you're just joining us, friend of the show, we're here at the YMCA. We are talking to... Uh, Camp Shaver director Dana McMullen, and uh, this just randomly came up in conversation that um, Dana survived um, a cult encounter, and we're hearing all about it right now in real time. So once you saw the circle dancing, was that like... I've heard a lot of red flags about this first yes, thing, uh-huh. but that's the one just planted in the sand. Absolutely. We've landed on the moon. Here's our giant red flag. Yes. Well, I'm going to circle back my way out of here. Yes. Un- until so- the last part, I was like, that's exactly how I joined the army. There's <laughs> 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 just some guy like, dude, your life's going to get better. And I was like, right. We ah. have really good. We'll serve you really good food. Yeah. Yeah. No. So I, so when I arrived, they had given me, had given me the, um, the Wi-Fi password. Okay. Which was only available in one room in the main house, you know. So that's part of how they're nice to you at first. Yes, absolutely not. Uh And so I, I quickly messaged a friend on you know Facebook Messenger, and I said, "Hey, I think I'm in a cult right now." And she said, (laughs) "God." She said, "What's the name of the cult?" And I said. The 12 tribes of Israel. And she immediately responded, it is absolutely a cult. You <laughs> need out. to get out of there. Oh, my goodness. So then I'm on high alert, of course, because I was already, you know, but at this point, it's too late at night to leave. <laughs> so right, right. I go back to my house and in the house, I had, there was your house on the, on the property, the on property. the farm property, yeah, okay. you know, and I, and I, I sleep basically awake, but in the morning, the conch shell rings, we go to the house for morning service. We eat our bird seed and then they give me the choice to wait, mill- bird seed. Yeah. Mill I'm it. Stop you there. Yeah. Oh my what God. Is, what's this about? <laughs> we only have so much time on this. Program. I know. I'm trying to keep it moving. I, yeah, I know. I, I bit my tongue so many times. I have so many more. I questions. know. He's literally taking <laughs> notes. Anyway, I went to the town. And so, how they've part of how they fund their organization, cult, that's a nice word. Part of how they fund their cult is they, they run the yellow delis. Right. So, I had the choice to go to town to work in the deli. And they, they literally planted people with me, other young women who had joined the cult at my age, you know, mm-hmm. as young travelers. And I had Googled in my quick Google search the night before that they didn't believe in Jesus. Okay. So I was prepared. And so when they talked to me, they were like, so what do you believe in? And I was like, like not Jesus. I love That's Jesus. I love him so much, you know, <laughs> so that they like knew I was a hard, I was a hard push, you know. So I, okay. I spent the day in the deli. I learned a lot, which could be a whole follow-up conversation. Sure. Um, But I spent the night there, and what really, really got me, red flag number 792, was there was a basket on my bed when I returned home of fruit and nuts saying, welcome home, and a whole letter, like, joining me, happy to save me. And how did you get out in the shortest amount of time possible? Yes, with with lots of prayers and visualizing me getting out. I slept that night. Went the next morning to the conch shell service. People gave praise for the fact that I knew their people in Boulder, and that really reaffirmed their faith. So I thought, oh, man, I'm about to rock their faith. you know. But after the service, I went up to the leader, and I said, 
everyone's been super kind to me, but this isn't what I expected. Can you please take me to the bus station? So then I quit. He said yes, but then everyone's energy turned on me, and I had to wait a while. And, you know, I like I said, I didn't speak Spanish. I didn't have a working phone, so I had... Google translated on my phone quickly. Please let me on the bus. I'm Get escaping the a cult. Here, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we are, we are so excited that you yes. made it out alive. Yes. To you be learned, clear, I've learned a lot. You, I make much better choices yes, now. You've learned yes. a valuable lesson. Yes. And you could take all of that information. You could take all that data. You can take all of that experience yes. and not start a cult at Camp Shade. Not start a cult yeah. because that's the Because it's. A community it's out a there. It's a community. And it's a, a learning where young kids get to, like, sometimes their very first outdoor experience absolutely. is at YMCA's Camp Shaver out in a beautiful Hemez region. Yes, absolutely. And that's, yeah, the, like you said, the beauty is that we get to gather as a community, especially, I mean, the importance of children gathering in community um, in nature is super special and, you know, a lot of character development and just development of sense of self. And I, I think a lot about if, you know, our future, if we care about the earth and the, the future of the earth, we need to help foster generations that, that have a relationship with the earth. So sure. when you come from a place of, you know, good intention, like accomplishment, belonging, character building, you know, connecting to the earth, then that's a true community where everyone really does have the space to to be themselves. And that's what we want at camp, right? We want to provide the opportunity for children to discover things about themselves and express themselves in a different way in a safe place. So I'm really grateful to be a part of it. So the kids get to go out to Camp Shaver. They're out there. There's, you know, special branded weeks. you got Star Wars week, Marvel week, blah, blah, blah. We don't. You teach them about... um, you teach them about, you know, uh, self-sustenance and what mm-hmm. it's like to be outdoors and the beauty of nature and, you know, the growing with them themselves. Yes. And you trick them in the learning about all this by having a bunch of fun. Out exactly. There. Yeah. Exactly. It's actually um, it's called coyote mentoring. Okay. It's sneaky like a coyote. So you invite them into fun and then you. You do things to help them slow down and connect to each other. In Dana, ways. thank you so much for sharing that story. It yes. was a white knuckle thrill ride. <laughs> we had so much fun here with I you. Know, that, I know. We're so there. happy you made it out. Yes, made it out thank alive. you for the invitation. And you're better for it. Absolutely. How do the and friends of the show get their kids in contact with the YMCA yes. and learn more about Camp Shaver? Absolutely. Well, the great news is, is if you are hearing about us today for the first time, go ahead and sign on up because early registration ends today. Ooh. You'll save $75. But you can check us out at ymca.org. Um, ymcacnm.org slash Camp Shaver. So check us out. Registration is online. If you have any questions, you can email me. My name is Dana, and my information is on the website. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us, Dana. Yeah, thank you so much for having thanks me. Thanks for coming. See you in the forest. And friends of the show, thanks for joining us, not only on a sports-adjacent adventure, but a life-adjacent yes. adventure. When we get back, i got to hit you with it. A. Marie's NFL headlines. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back to the program, Duke City. Hey, that was <clears throat> the quickest commercial. Oh, Amory, come Mandatory on. NFL headlines. I wasn't done unpackaging Dana's cult experience. We have this is wild. A full show. No, that's fun. Um, we okay. can uh, talking about cults. Maybe this is a good segue for NFL headlines. Well, you're gonna talk about the Indianapolis cults? No, I'm talking oh, okay. about Bill Belichick. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, yeah, he's a cult. I could see he runs a cult. I could see cult leader. Cult leader. Now, uh, a lot of you know the last last week in leading up to the Super Bowl, there's going to be a lot of coaching news. There's going to be a lot of free agent um, headlines, but. Just want to let you all know, the Eagles considered Bill Belichick just came out today. Okay. Yeah, uh, and they they are going to try to pursue him if Nick Sarani flops again. Consider him for what? Like an old curmudgeon fan who throws <laughs> batteries at Santa? Like, like, what? Consider him for the head coaching position? Yes. You know, all right, I was going to rag on this idea, but that's like actually a good one. Because Bill Belichick only has like three or four, maybe five good years left in him where he'd be like a functioning adult. No, not to live, Gabe. (laughs) Good Lord. By the way, join back on the program with Gabe Gambino, uh, lead singer of Man High and uh, Mr. Everything Helper for Duke City Championship Wrestling. Also, uh, hit him with your barber Insta real quick. Oh, yeah. At at Gambino the Barber. Gambino the Barber on Insta. All right. I was going to rag on this Eagles thing. But it's not the worst idea. They got like a really small championship window. They're ready to go. Like before Belichick gets, you know, turns into like a full-blown raisin. Like he's got a few good years in him. Like he could actually do something. So actually, I kind of like it. I kind of like it too. I just, it's going to be weird with that, with no, like with no Bill Belichick in the league next year. Plus, I really wanted him to go to the Cowboys so bad. Like, this is the second best option. Instead of going to the Cowboys, go to the Eagles and beat the Cowboys. In media, we can't let stuff go. We're looking for yeah. the drama. We're digging for stuff this week because we're anticipating the Super Bowl. If you didn't watch the AFC Championship this past Sunday, well, there was a little pregame drama between Justin Tucker and Patrick Mahomes. Saw it. And today, Travis Kelsey decided to call out Justin Tucker. Kelsey still isn't dealing with Tucker's AFC title game pregame routine. I guess Kelsey explained what happened because this is what he said. If you want to be a effing dick about it, you keep your helmet and your football and your effing <laughs> kicking tee right there where the quarterbacks are warming up. If you're gonna, If you're not going to pick that up, I'll happily move it for you. Kelsey did apologize for her reactions, even though he said Tucker winked at him while he was warming up on the side of the field. That's common kicker protocol is you warm up on the opponent's opposite side of the field and you kick balls towards your team's side of the field so they can catch the balls and bring them back. It's standard procedure. This is a non-story. Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey are throwing hissy fits. Of course, Travis Kelsey is going to say something when this whole thing is over. Hey, Travis Kelsey, I've watched The Wire like five times. You don't go say. say. Go say that in West Baltimore. I dare you. <laughs> Bring that. Go to Baltimore and say that out in the streets. It's so funny. Uh, no. Justin Tucker even came out and said, I find it kind of silly that we're even having to address this or talk about something. Talking about this after the game. It's a non-story. Grow up. No one's trying to offend you. No one's trying to hurt your feelings. No one's poking the bear. You threw a hissy fit on the field, kicked his ball, kicked his helmet, and now that it's all over, now you're talking smack. This is soft. This is soft behavior. That Taylor Swift music. Yeah, exactly, Gabe. Uh, Taylor Swift's whatever album is rubbing off on you. uh, I mean, there's 13 of them, so... 
Uh, yeah, and I know zero of them. 13 of them or the All six? All right, I'm a liar. Six one of, of them is 1989, right? Oh, 1989's the best album. Okay, I know that one. That's it. It's literally the only one. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks have big news. This is probably the biggest headline of the day. They hire uh, defensive coordinator Mike McDonald as the new head coach. Everyone would like to point out that he is uh, half the age of Pete Carroll. He is now the youngest coach in the NFL, 36 years old. Okay. Um, did they think that they were hiring Mike McDaniel? Did they? <laughs> did somebody hoodwink him into hiring the wrong Mike Mick? Now, that was what happened. Myself, I feel like a huge loser right now. You still got time. You got your whole life ahead of you, Gabe. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, sir. This is the biggest. Thank you, gentlemen, walking down the hall. That's very kind of you. I think I think it's a good hire. Like I've actually heard of this dude before, and he seems like a talented, knowledgeable guy. And instead of having Pete Carroll, like his whole sixties, you got a chance at having this guy, like a, a Belichick amount of years. If he can right. hold his own. Yeah. These are just big headlines, too, obviously, because legendary coaches, iconic coaches are just getting old and starting to retire, like Belichick, peak, well, retired, or what's the word we want to use? Removed? Uh, fired? 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 <laughs> Phased out. Uh. Phased out. And, and a lot of people, I think, are having a hard time with these young boy geniuses. This is what you need. Like yes. there is how many there's only so many Mike McDaniels and Sean McVeighs. Like these don't come around every day. Instead of getting sloppy seconds with some average coach, like hire the young guy. Take a chance. Quit quit getting quit hiring the coaches who have been passed around over and over again with no success. Do something bold. Take a chance on some young guy. He might be the revolutionary. Van, my favorite is when I'm looking for headlines and I'm going to CBS Sports or NFL.com, and it's like these are the top headlines. Some of them are absolutely ridiculous. Uh, Lions wide receiver Josh Reynolds on critical drops and loss to 49ers. People, um, I can't say his his whole sentence he says, but he says bleep (laughs) happens, man. Okay. Go what on. a philosopher. I know. Mm-hmm. He says if, if it's something you learn throughout the years playing this game, because if you're sitting here sulking on the bad, it's hard to have good come out of it. Ultimately, you've just got to learn from it. Take it as a learning lesson. Take it on the chin and move on. Yeah. Josh Reynolds, fresh after watching Forrest Gump. Yeah. Comes up with the genius philosophy of bleep happens. Wow, that's impressive, I thought, bro. I thought that was the Marcus Aurelius said that first. <laughs> yeah, I think sure. Was, I didn't know he yeah. was into stoicism, you know? Bleep happens. Eh, Josh Reynolds and man. Gandhi. In latest news, of course, he always has to top the headlines. Jerry Jones says Cowboys will be all in and push the hell out of 2024 as they change their philosophy. It's like an episode of House, you know? It's like the same thing happens every... Like, where House, like... Yeah. He's, yeah. he's in the bathroom. He gets an idea. He's like, "That's this is... Right? And yeah. you're like, I know it's going to happen. He's going to solve the case at the end. Except Jerry Jones solves nothing. Yeah, Jerry Jones. Like Gay Gambino says, it's not lupus. It's not it's lupus. It's not lupus And it's not a time. Super Bowl or the playoffs either. J- Jerry House Jones... <laughs> You've been doing the same thing every year. You've been wasting your money. You've been allocating resources to the wrong places. You've been spending enough 
of your billions and billions of dollars to win double-digit games and lose in the first round of the playoffs. You're not going to change anything. Me the only thing you're all in is you're all in on that same philosophy that's gotten you in a race to mediocrity. Congratulations. You're going to do it again next year. I just love he's like, because we're over the cap, you know we can't stay like this. What do you mean? Well, what does all in mean if you're not going to spend a butt ton of money? You're a billionaire. You got the most marketable brand in the world. Like, it's you versus Manchester United for, like, the most important franchise in the world. And it's you, and you're winning. And you still are just stuck in a land of mediocrity, Jerry Jones. Like, get over yourself. Hire a new – you need to quit your GM job, keep pumping money into the franchise, hire a real GM, and then maybe you could go all in. Uh, he basically would like to say he would anticipate with looking ahead at our key contracts – that we'd like to address, we will be all in. I'm like, what are you saying? What are you doing? This is every this day, by the way. Happen. I promise, promise next time would be better. You know? I yeah. want to be a it's writer a- for NFL.com or CBS. I, Van, I guarantee I could play this music every day and you could assume who the top five headlines are. Look, the Cowboys fans, you're like abused wives. Every year, we them boys. He's every, every year, this is our year. Uh, this is just cloak and dagger stuff for, oh, he'll change. But he's a good guy. Oh, he won't, he won't do this to me anymore. No, get over yourself. It's going to happen again. Until you follow me, football genius prognosticator Van <laughs> Nunley, and you trade Dak Prescott for a good wide receiver – and you put in your ginger savior, Cooper Rush, this is still going to keep happening over and over and over again. And lastly, all the talking media heads. (laughs) Anyway. Uh, And lastly, all the uh talking media heads are defending Taylor Swift and says we all need to be nicer and not judge her and be happy for her. Hard no. Gabe, go ahead. I, I say no. No, you know, I don't honestly I don't care, but uh it's it's great. Uh my daughter's pretending to care about football because uh she likes her uh, her music. So see you you said it right there. Like it brings more attention to the sport. If you're a football fan, you should soak it up. There's got to be some kind of like you know, uh Roger Goodell or whoever, you know, he's like, "Hey, this is good for all of us." Keep Taylor, so we talked about this um what was it? Monday? But Taylor Swift infused $331.5 million into the NFL just by her presence, just by boost of interest, with ticket sales, jersey sales, uh, yeah. uh, streams on social media, ad revenue for Chiefs games. This is good. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. Like, this brings more attention to the NFL. He's like, don't you dare break up with him. And first off, like, hey – your, your pissed-off uncle who's yelling at the television, who's mad because a pop star is on the television, grow up. Your, your daughter and your niece and your granddaughter are in the living room with you right now watching the game. You need to grow up. Act like an adult. If you, if you say you love football that much, embrace the Taylor Swift effect. It's bringing more people in the sport. It's going to make it more interesting. It's going to make it more fun. And there's more fans. And there's more people for you to yell at and get grumpy with around the water cooler at work Monday morning. It's, this it's, is good for everyone. It's the same thing as, like, every Super Bowl halftime show. Like, half my Facebook timeline is like, I don't even know who the weekend is. Who is this, right? But now it's no. all season. They're like, who's this blonde chick, you know? 
And I'm like, oh, get, having to hear it for a whole season is very annoying. Yeah, miss me with this Grand Torino rocking chair <laughs> on the front porch, get off my lawn stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, where are you going, Zips? Mm-hmm. Exactly <laughs> that. Yeah. This is this is just this is just blanketed. This is closeted the bigotry and sexism is all A- as it is. Ageism. Ageism, sexism. It's all just under of a cloak and dagger of oh, we're sick of seeing her face. No, you're not. You have an opportunity to show your true colors. Relax. You know what you I have- think? You know what I think, too? Is if it wasn't the Kansas City Chiefs, no one would care. If she was dating, some, they would care, but they wouldn't care as much. Because it's the the it's the it's new New England Patriots. It's the Kansas sure. City Chiefs. If she right. was dating someone on the Arizona Cardinals or freaking, I, I don't know. I, I mean, pick and pick and choose your team. Right. Um, I don't think anyone would care. Yeah, they I'm would care. It would too. be. It would be a bit like, oh my God, Taylor Swift is finally dating like a real guy, a real man, um, but uh, or like a football player that like that's not usually her type, and she I is the John most Mayer, famous person. Yeah, uh, yeah famous Dia, person Dia. right now. She, he's not a six foot five tight end. He's six yeah. four. The, the oh, he is the, that tall. Uh, Mm-hmm. The I don't mm-hmm. care about your feelings crowd sure does get triggered a lot, they Amory. Do. No, they sure do. They uh-huh. really do. No, they so, sure do. But do you know what I mean, though? It's because everyone is – It's the Chiefs have that now. They're the dynasty. They're winning the Super Bowls. They are the hate – we all hate them. Okay. I, I don't remember the same outrage when the TV kept panning to Tom Brady's super hot – most uh, popular model on planet Giselle wife. I don't remember that. Yeah, I don't remember why that either. It, why is it? Why is it happening now with Taylor Swift? Remember they got mad at her though when she like drank too much wine one time and like spoke out or something. I, I can't remember exactly what happened, but um, it it is on a different level. It really is. Yeah, I can agree. With Especially that. with the. I mean, Taylor Swift has been famous for a long time, but she took it to a whole new level with her eras tour. So. All right, we uh, you got some more for us, Amory? Oh, you want to um, keep you want to keep this rolling we, after the break? Yeah, we can. All right, more NFL headlines when we get back. You're listening to Two Men On 95.9 FM AM 610, the Sports Animal. Welcome back, Duke City. Two Men On 95.9 FM AM 610, the Sports Animal. The boys are at the McLeod YMCA. Get down here for your free month on me. We've already had a couple friends of the show down here. Pretty I gotta, sweet. I got to get my wife. My wife's on the free week membership right now, but I, I need to get her fully signed up because I'm a member here of the Y. You know? Yeah, you um, you are you're on a, a weight loss journey right now. Yes. Yeah. My uh, and it's and it's being documented. You know. Yeah. You uh, you got a little um, what a YouTube is the main platform where yes. people can see you on your journey with uh, Duke City Championship Wrestling's Turbo Tony. That's right. We are actually, uh, I'm, I'm doing his program right now fully and that I, you know, I'm doing the, uh, the, the macronutrients now, the workouts, the, uh, <coughs> the, all the, <laughs> ah, mandatory See? NFL. Uh, Amory got you Amory too. Castillo. No one, no one can escape the interrupting button by Amory and her NFL headlines. Not even, not even Gabe's wholesome weight loss story. What else you got, Amory?
Okay, there's plenty. There's a lot of news going all around. And uh, Van, I'm kicking off, kicking off these headlines with you. Uh, something for you, Van, that you might be excited about. I don't know, but the Stoked. Packers, the Green Bay Packers, are hiring straight out of Boston College head coach Jeff Halfley. I hope I pronounced his name right as the next defensive coordinator. I'm sorry. What? Yes. You know, Boston College, who's known for a great football program. Jeff Happley? Happley. H-A-F-L-E-Y. Jeff Happley. Kind of rhymes with Van Nunley. I'm not that hard. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Happley. All right. Uh, I know what I'll be Googling here in the next commercial break. (laughs) I know. I I have... Well, I, I have nothing. For you. I have nothing to contribute whatsoever. Amory, <laughs> help me, please. Well, he was on the hot seat entering 2024. Instead of leaving his fate, according to this journalist, uh, he had an increasingly unpredictable environment of modern college football. The coach instead seizing the opportunity to latch on with this NFL team. Um, his success at Boston College. He went six and five in 2020. He went oh six and six in 2021. Oh god! Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then he finished three and nine in 2022. Wait, and, what is um, going on here? Those are good batting numbers. And despite, <laughs> but, <laughs> despite playing a schedule with a strength ranking of 76 out of 133. Oh, oh, you're hurting my I'm feelings. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I actually did not mean. I'm not. I know you would think, because I, I know I'm mean to you and Fred, but uh, this was a, my intentions was I was excited that you got a defensive coordinator. But now you're you're, you're making me go back on my Brandon <laughs> Staley talk. Like, can we have Brandon Staley now? I guess who is this guy? I mean, maybe he'll be a Mister Irrelevant defensive coordinator. Yeah, is he? Is he the uh, not Mike McDonald of defensive? Does the guy actually blitz? Does in <laughs> Under his Wikipedia page, does he blitz? Because that's what I want mm. my defensive coordinator to do. Please and thank you. I'm so angry right now. I didn't mean to make you angry. I just saw the headline because uh, it just came out a couple minutes ago. And I was like, oh, green the Green Bay Packers got a defensive coordinator. Off the street. That was way better than my story. Did, like... Did the owner, like, meet some guy at Arby's? And he was like, oh, you're a defensive coordinator? I mean, Boston College fan. Uh, Kyle Shanahan and Christian McCaffrey look to repeat their father's histories of winning titles together. If you don't remember, Mike Shanahan and Ed McCaffrey won three Super Bowls together in the 90s. Will they do it? Um, Yes, I do believe they will. I do believe they will. And I'm very excited to watch it because the world, I know I just went on my pro Taylor Swift rant, but the world wants to see Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift lose. And they want to see a multi-generational Shanahan and McCaffrey trophy hosting ceremony. And uh, lastly, because we got to take our last break of the hour, uh, Steelers president Art Rooney II supports Mike Tomlin and he's had enough of the playoff win drought. Steelers haven't won a playoff game uh, since 2016, and the president has had enough. He's with Mike Tomlin. Oh God, what a, was he hanging out with Jerry Jones yesterday what? too? But they like, don't what, give is that, me, what does that even mean? They're not even everyone's t- 
Everyone wants to win more. Everyone except everyone not named Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes want to win more. This is a non-story. Miss me with this garbage. I know. And those are and we got to take a break. When we get back, Fred Slogue joins us. He went all the way to Santa Fe to watch a special screening of Roadhouse, and he'll tell you all about it when we get back. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, The Sports Animal. I really slid in under the tag on this one. Welcome. Sorry I'm late. It's our state judicial system. I guess technically it's our legislative system. Mm-hmm. It's our state legislative system. Uh, go on. My name is Fred Slow. I'm a host of this show often. Mm-hmm. Hi, Fred. Thank you. Why is Gabe here, dude? Gabe Gambino, <laughs> the lead singer of Man High, joining us on the show. That's not even sports stuff. Man High is music. He, he did so good earlier. I at, at what? What did he do good at? We'll talk about it later. Was it show-related? No. Oh, never. No. Adja- Show-adjacent. No. We had a friend of Duke City Championship Wrestling come up to us during the break, and they were like, love the wrestling show, hated man high. That's not, a, that's not what she said at all. What did she say? She is, you, 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 like, you started it by like, well, it's all about the music, you know? And she goes, eh, and he's like, terrible, right? You know? <laughs> so Fred Slow is doing this Fred Slow thing where he uh, psychologically corners you into saying I suck. Yeah. She knew who you were. She yeah, was trolling you. Gabe. You're regionally famous, stupid. <laughs> yeah. I was like, uh, I was like, please don't hurt my feelings. I'm the last professional promoter left on this planet. I need to be very clear on that. LPP. I'm LPP. LPP. I'm LPP. Mm. You know me. And as the last professional broadcaster left, did I say broadcaster promoter left on this planet? I was up at the state legislature today because the state athletic commission has this thing called the sunset rules. And if you guys don't know about that, that's if you, hey, if you don't pass a bill to extend something, it expires at that time. And then combat sports is no longer <gasps> regulated. And you guys are very aware that I'm on the rules committee for combat sports in the state, animal license promoter, and all the things that are associated with Duke City Championship Wrestling. Let me just say this. <laughs> I get it now. You said roundhouse. Yeah. Oh. I thought you said Roadhouse. So you thought I was up mm-hmm. watching a screening of Roadhouse at the Velvet Crown. I don't listen when you talk, That's what man. you thought I was doing. It's a bit. You thought I was across the street from Rooftop Pizza mm-hmm. right there in the rail yards. Correct. I thought you were having pe- uh, peanuts and throwing them on the floor at Texas Roadhouse. Uh, see? We were very confused, Fred. Round. Roundhouse. Roundhouse. Oh, I've been there before. It's lovely. No. Oh, not today. No, it sucked. Well, what happened? Nothing. Oh. <laughs> it's almost as if the system is designed for nothing to only happen. Mm. Perpetual wheel spinning is what exists at the roundhouse. So I know how big of a junkie you are for a microphone. Did mm-hmm. they ever get to hand you a microphone? Oh, they did. So I stood up. <laughs> oh. So I stand up and I, they say, uh, sir, would you like to speak as, you know, as it relates to Bill 176? I said I would. You said so, buckle up. I said, uh my name's Fred Slow. I have a sports talk radio show here in town. You haven't heard it because no one has. And I said, I'm also a licensed promoter and the co-owner of Duke City Championship Wrestling. And I would like to inform everyone here, and it will come at your astonishment, that pro wrestling is not actually combat sports. The Undertaker is not real. He does not have superpowers. He did not come back from the dead. He did not. And Shawn Michaels set him on fire. And it is foolish to have an athletic commission regulate theater. And then they all go, what? 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 <laughs> I said, now it may sound archaic as these rules were written before the time I was alive. 
pause for dramatic reaction. Mm, was there? Did you get one? Yes. Nice. As they were drafted in the 1980s. I wonder what other foolish beliefs we had here in the state of New Mexico in the 1980s. Ooh, trickle-down economics. Uh, One lady said, wouldn't it be nice if we had universal health care? And I said, it would help me with my insurance. (laughs) Okay. We're diverting a tad. (sighs) Well, everyone's got their own agenda. And here's the thing. I'm going to get in everyone's agenda pocket. I'm going to say, you know how whenever you buy a ticket to Duke City Championship Wrestling, you're putting money in daddy's pockets? I am daddy. I own Duke City Championship Wrestling. I am now going to put legislation in in, um, universal health care pockets. That's my plan. Yeah, I'm going to try into that. Yeah, yes. I'm going to try to help others, but absolutely only help myself. So in the span of one afternoon at the legislative session yeah. at the roundhouse, uh, totally not the roadhouse. I think I'm an official lobbyist. Now. You went from lobbying for wrestling to universal health care. The times are a changing, man. All right. Thank so you, I Bob have Dylan. seen the advertisement for like run for office day or something. What is, is that? This, are you is telling that a us something, Fred? Are you telling us you're? Are you going to be the next governor of New Mexico? What you don't know about anything is that I literally, as a talk radio show host, cannot do that legally. I cannot, with this job, legally run for an office. Isn't that crazy? That's the world we live in. I'm the smartest person I know. Ask me. (laughs) Fred Slow resigns when we get back. (laughs) Gabe Gambino's not going to take my spot. I was listening on the drive over. (laughs) Terrible. (laughs) You guys did NFL headlines as soon as I sat down. You know. You know it's my weak spot. From the text or sports animal text line, this is what Gabe does instead of working. Nailed oh, yeah. it. Thank you so much. I wonder hey. who John is and what he you and Joel, how I would know Barber John. You and Joel Loeveno need to get jobs. It's two men on. 95.9 <laughs> FM and AM 610. We're live from the Cloud YNCA. I freaking love it here. I can't wait to work off all this aggression. Home of the Super Bowl, the sports animal. There's no shame, no way, no way.